Tom Secretary Fedra was sitting at the front desk when the first paper airplane flew through the window. It landed on her lap and woke her up from her usual morning nap. Tom! she yelled. Silence. Tom! Not now, Fedra. I'm eating, he said in a southern drawl. You see, Tom Middlebury was a creature of comfort, and every morning he went about doing things in a certain way. Around 8.30, he would head to the Alligator and order a steak and eggs with an Irish coffee to go. And from approximately 8.35 to 9, he would put on Duke Ellington's Mood Indigo. Fedra had been instructed not to interrupt him during this time, being as it was they were not officially open until nine, but she ignored his instructions all the same. It's Miss Bordeaux. She says it's urgent, Tom. She said that last time when a raccoon got into her pantry. This ain't no pest service, he said, now yelling. Well, I know it's not a postal service, Tom, but the least you can do is help the poor old woman out, replied Fedra to the closed door that separated Tom's office from the reception desk. I don't care if she has gout. Tell her to call Mr. Lancaster. I'm a detective, not a healer, for Pete's sake. No, I suppose you're right. It won't be a piece of cake. Nonetheless, I shall write her a message back and let her know you'll be there in half an hour. In his vain attempts to piece together the meaning of their conversation, Tom came to the conclusion that somewhere down the line they had gone awry. He hurriedly shoved the last piece of steak into his mouth and opened the door to talk to Fedra face to face. What's the meaning of all this? he asked. I can't quite remember. I haven't been to church since a little girl. I remember there being something about a test. Oh, but I was never any good at tests. Let's see, the capital of Texas is Austin, the first president was George Washington, and the— No, 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 Fedra, I am talking about Miss Bordeaux's case of the gout. Gout? Oh, my, that's awful. She should call Mr. Lancaster. He could heal that up right in no time, replied Fedra. The airplane. I'm talking about the paper airplane. What did it say? Oh, it didn't say anything, but it had something written on it. And what was that something? All it said was that it was urgent. But I thought you said it didn't say anything. Huh? replied Fedra, utterly confused. Oh, never mind. I assume you told her I couldn't make it and that I had other cases to attend to. But you don't, Tom. I checked three times like you always tell me to do, and not one single case. I even used my fingers to make sure I wouldn't lose track of the count, again like you always tell me to do. By this point, Tom had tired of their back and forth. 
Not to mention his Irish coffee had not quite given him the buzz he had hoped it would. It never did. He held out his hand, using his sausage fingers to stop her from speaking any more, and foreseeing where all this was going, he simply asked, "'What time did you tell her I would be passing by?'